Welcome to Wine Country Women with Michelle Mandreau, the podcast for wine enthusiasts who are curious not only about what goes in the bottle, but the remarkable women who make these distinctive winemaking regions so special. Each week, Michelle introduces you to a prominent woman and takes a peek inside her life. Welcome to today's Wine Country Women podcast. I'm Michelle Mandreau, and I'm speaking with Alicia Ragusi Harden today, who will be featured in our brand new book, Wine Country Women Heritage Families, that is expected to be out at the end of 2021. Alicia, so much fun to be with you. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Well, thanks for inviting me here to the ranch. Yeah. Ragusi Ranch of sorts, yeah, of right? Of course, of course. We're actually in um, my Noni Nono's house that um, they lived in as I was growing up my whole life. So it's kind of fun to get you really immersed in the history here. Absolutely. I feel like we should talk about it right now. Do you want to just give me a quick story about the house? Yeah, that no, um, it's just my Noni and Nono. This is where my whole life um, they lived. Uh, we've definitely kind of redone it a little bit um, since they're no longer with us, but it's just been a staple in my life since our house is right up the road from them so every day when I leave the ranch or come back in I had to pass right by say hello see them in the yard well it's a a darling house and has a lot of charm and character to it and some great windows with some spectacular views yeah right in the middle of the vineyard so absolutely doesn't get much better than that you're right let's dive into everything Alicia you were basically born and bred to work in the wine industry, weren't you? Yeah, I mean, I'm fourth generation um, Ragushi. My mom's family has been here forever. My dad's family, which is the Ragushi side, has also been here um, for a handful of generations. So really has always just been part of my life. Do you feel like you have big shoes to fill being the fourth generation now? More or less. I feel like our whole upbringing has just been revolved around family and so family oriented. So for me, it's just what am I going to leave for my next generation? Like how are my children going to be able to continue on with what my dad and my grandpa, my great grandfather started? You've worked in various different parts of the wine industry. Let's talk about those. Yeah. So um, my first job was actually at a different winery. So I worked for Daryush Winery, which is just up the road from us. Um, I wasn't 21 yet, even though I worked in their tasting room and I did kind of behind the scenes stuff. So that was a little different from me, for me, because they're definitely different from us here. I don't know if you've ever been Absolutely. There, but yeah. But their <laughs> hospitality is top notch. So is it was stellar. amazing to work there and just kind of learn the back end of how they run their facility and what they do for their guests and customers and things. So it was a really good experience. So I worked there. And then um, after college, I kind of have had a handful of jobs, um, all within the wine industries and different aspects of the wine world, I would say. I've worked harvest. I've worked in the vineyard for the farming side. I've worked in tasting rooms, um, Ragushi. I worked in Calistoga at T-Vine and Tank Garage Winery as well. So kind of worked all over the place, um, marketing, sales, just to figure out where I was going to land. Have you discovered what you like best? I think my I think my favorite part is probably the sales side. Um, just seeing people and communicating with people and really just letting them know our story and teaching them about who we are and what we do here. Well, I feel like it's a good time to tell a little bit of the Ragusi story. So yeah. give us some highlights. Um, okay. So my great-grandfather purchased the property that we're on um, in 1932. 
he purchased this property, which is about 286 acres, uh, for $22,000, which is just insane if you think about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, cashed in his life insurance, all of his bank money, and was able to buy the property. But back then, he was a dairyman and a cattleman. Um, so this ranch essentially just became a cattle ranch, which was the top commodity back then when he purchased it. So that was kind of the big thing then. And then my nono, so his son, Angelo, he ran the ranch and the slaughterhouse and dairy because this whole ranch was a working farm. Um, and then eventually it converted over into grapes. And my dad started a vineyard management company right out of high school and started farming grapes. And him and my grandpa farmed grapes here and sold off the fruit and eventually started a label in 96. So that was kind of wow. big farmers, small winemakers. Right. You've worked in a variety of different places within the wine industry. And then you decided to start your own brand. We did. Yeah. So my husband, his name is uh, Matt Harden and the wine label is called Matthew Wallace. So named after him. <laughs> and it's amazing. Um, he started it. He's actually a vineyard manager um, for Barber Vineyards. And it was kind of his way of putting a he does all the farming, like his way of putting a wine to it. And so for me, it was great because I was able to kind of help and start to figure out from the bottom up, from labels to bottles to where we're going to sell the wine, what types of wine we had. It was just a really intense learning curve for me just because it was from the bottom up, but it was awesome. But you had all this experience to draw upon. So yeah. it was like, it was a, a great assignment. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like I had dabbled in enough like different aspects of everything, but then having to actually like step out on your own and really oh, put, take the yeah, risk. So yeah. exactly. And it's, it's just different because we had never had a label like Rigushi is a little more known just because we've been here for a long time. So this was kind of a new experience to step out on our own. So what's been the most challenging part of starting your own label? I mean, I think anyone would say just finding your clientele and your customers and, and driving people to your site. Like if they don't know about you, how would they know to go look you up? Mm -hmm. So that, that's always been hard to kind of get yourself out there. So we've done a handful of tastings and distribute and all that stuff to try and just get our face out there. Why don't you tell us what makes it so special? Um, I think it's special because I mean, Rigushi Winery, of course, is my roots, and that's the wine that growing up and forever in our future is going to be my family wine. But I wanted to make sure we had a wine for my my children. So not only, of, of course, are they going to be attached to Rigushi, but it's going to be great as they grow up to be like, oh, this is my family's wine label um, outside of, of Rigushi. So I'm like, this will be their wine label when they go to friends' houses and we're like, oh, send a bottle of wine for their parents, you know, and things like that. They can be like, oh, this is my family's. They've had it since, you know, since I was born. <laughs> right. Which is so cute. Yeah. <laughs> Top moment of your career so far? I don't know. I, this is such a hard one because I feel like there's been so many amazing moments and I've just been exposed to so many amazing things here. Um, I, I guess I would probably say us doing our own label would probably be our biggest moment just because that's something really just independent to me and, and my husband, of course, but just to us, that's kind of separate, like going out on a limb. I forgot to ask, how many cases do you make? 
Um, it's pretty small, like a thousand cases. I we do love a Savion, small. Yeah, it's nice. We do a Savion Blanc, um, and then we do two red wines. We do a Napa Valley red and then a Ragusi Ranch red. So, what's the difference between the Napa Valley red and the Ragusi? Just location red. of where we um, get the fruit. So okay. it's great because the Ragusi Ranch is touches my roots, right? Okay. So it's here on the ranch. Um, it's a Stag's Leap District wine, which for us it's like the neighborhood of Cabernet, you know. Right. And then. Um, the Savion Blanc comes from the Hardin Ranch out in Pope Valley. So that's fun because it reconnects. And then the Cabernet comes from our family ranch in Pope Valley too. So we, oh. it's just all really like rooted in family history. I love it. Yeah. Great. A mentor in your career so far? Do you yeah. have one? I mean, I've been really fortunate to have a lot of inspirational people, I think, in my life. Like just there are so many people out there that I feel like have taking part in molding the person I am and mentoring me. Um, probably the biggest mentor though, for me would be, um, my cousin. Um, her name is Jenny Wagner Clark and she is absolutely amazing. She's a couple years older than me. I have a little brother, but she's always been the sister that I never had. So she has been a huge person in my life. Um, any wine questions I have, any just questions in general, like she's the person that I go to, to bounce my ideas off of and just like, check in with to make sure that I'm on the right path just because everything she does like I absolutely adore and think is amazing so well she's a great a great person to have yeah. mentor you and and Super to shadow yeah, exactly exactly <laughs> for sure tell us what a typical day is like for you yeah I mean there is usually never a typical day but <laughs> exactly. generally speaking what does it look like I mean because I have two small boys um, one is almost five and the other is almost three uh, they take up a majority of my time so it kind of just depends on the day um, they go to preschool uh, three days a week from nine to one so I have a small four-hour window a couple days a week and so on days like that I usually it's the whole mom routine drop them off do anything I can get done that's easier to do without two little people attached right. to me um, and then uh, one or two days of the other two days I'll try to do like a full winery day like today is a perfect example I was able to get out of the house in the morning come here set up for our interviews set up for tastings and kind of set all my meetings up for the same day so I try to switch it up a little I mean I think being a mom is the main thing I have going on right now and I'm fortunate enough to be able to spend a lot of time with them you are lucky yeah that's a luxury not everyone has what do you like most about the wine business I like that wine is something that can kind of get you through anything when it's if you're happy you celebrate with wine if you're sad maybe you need a glass of wine and the wine industry as a whole, I feel like it's just really can touch all different types of people. And we get to meet so many people and get to share our stories. And it's just really something that can bring people together. Okay. Do you think your kids will get involved in the wine business? I know it's way early, but are they eating grapes now off the vine? <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, I hope so. I think that they are definitely going to grow up immersed in it and um, especially the farming side too. So it's just what aspect of it are they going to attach onto? What part of it are they going to enjoy? I mean, of course, if they decide to go another route, we'll support it. But this is where my husband and myself, our roots kind of are. So they're going to grow up just essentially the same way we did outside in the vineyards, farming, ranching tastings things like that and it's such a beautiful place i think so it's hard not to fall in love with it right exactly exactly <laughs>
Learn more about the women who live in wine country when you purchase one of our lifestyle books at winecountrywomen.com. Go to Total Wine, you'll save more. So many wines and beers galore. Down through the aisles with corks to pop. Ask for friendly advice while you shop. Oh, so, so much to explore. Oh, so, so many to pour. Holiday cheers, clink, clink, clink. Get everyone their favorite drink. With our wondrous selection and always low prices, Total Wine & More is your savings wonderland. Drink responsibly, be 21. Well, let's switch to your personal life. Yeah. You live in Pope Valley. I do, yes. Over the hill. <laughs> over the hill and through the woods. <laughs> exactly. How did you choose Pope Valley? So my husband's family, um, they are from Pope Valley. So they, well, originally they were from Kentucky and then they came over and landed in Pope Valley and have been running cattle out there um, his whole life for generations. So um, when we got married, there was no other place that we would be living than out there. So what's the commute like from between Ragusi and Pope Valley, your home? It's really not too bad, actually. I mean, it's 30 minutes. Um, growing up, I feel like I've always kind of had a little bit of a commute, so it's really wasn't a big change for me. I mean, being here, it's a little closer to Napa and stores and stuff. So once I moved there, I had to rethink how I would plan my grocery store store visits, stocking <laughs> up and things like that, just to make sure that we always had enough stuff since we're always hosting people, I feel like, or our friends are always come by. So other than that, I mean, it's really wasn't a big change for me drive-wise. If we took a step inside your home, yeah, what would we see? What is your decorating style? Well, we live on a cattle ranch, so I feel like everything in our home has to be able to handle dust and dirt and little cowboys running yeah. in and out. So um, we have hardwood floors. We have a lot of leather just because it's easy to clean and wipe off. Well, that's true. <laughs> yeah. um, grays and whites. It's really like a modern day farmhouse, I would okay. say. Favorite room in your home? Hmm. That room that you I mean, love yeah. love to kick back in. Yeah, I mean, I adore our kitchen. I think that's the one place that we all end up congregating and our friends come over. I mean, even the kids like to hang out in there. They have their little stools so they can help cook, which doesn't really go well, but they do their best. <laughs> they try. Yeah, things like that. So it's really great to be able to have like one room, which for us is our kitchen, for us to just kind of spend time in all together. So I have to ask, do you have any hobbies? Do you collect anything unusual? No, so we don't really collect anything. I mean, my little tiny humans, they love to collect sticks and rocks. So we have an extensive collection of that at the moment. Um, when it comes to hobbies though, I don't really have, I'm not a scrapbooker or a knitter, anything like that. And I know hobbies are things that people love to do. So for me, something that I absolutely love to do is entertain. I feel like we do it a lot. Um, so ideally if you're outside, that's one of kind of our favorite places to be just out in our surrounding. Um, but entertaining is probably would essentially be my hobby if it's something that you enjoy doing. So tell us about what you enjoy most about entertaining people. Yeah. So other than of course, being with our friends and family, um, I am obsessed with like special cups and plates and things like that. So if we're having a fiesta, I love to have kind of all the fiesta wear, all the little colorful bowls that have all your toppings in it and things like that, the guacamole, stone bowl, things that kind of really bring that extra touch to your entertaining. So I've always really enjoyed that kind of aspect of it. Okay. You must be challenged in 
this year in particular with COVID, you're probably not able to entertain yeah, as often no, totally. as you've been um, doing in the past. So how do you get your fix? <laughs> oh, right. Just entertain my tiny humans at this point. I mean, yeah. having them home so often now just because we can't go do as many activities as we used to do. That's kind of filled that void of <laughs> getting my energy out with like right. entertaining. Instead, now it's just running around waiting for the end of the day to have a glass of wine. <laughs> that leads me to my next question. We're in wine country. Other than your own wine, what do you like to drink at home? And it doesn't have to be wine. Yeah. I mean, I feel like as the weather's getting colder, um, hot toddies are one of my favorite kind of things to snuggle up on the couch with, especially with the holiday seasons and stuff like that. Do you have so, a special recipe you can no, share? My recipe is so boring and I don't even know if it's the actual hot toddy <laughs> recipe, but uh, one of my girlfriends and I, we actually love to do, it's just like hot water, a lot of lemon, uh, whiskey or a bourbon, whichever I guess you'd prefer. And then do you um, have a, a little cinnamon. Wait, wait. wait. Oh, cinnamon? <laughs> yeah, a little cinnamon on top too. Okay. It really adds to it. I have to ask, do you have a couple of preferred bourbons or whiskeys? I don't. As I mean, it's so funny because I actually was like going through our cabinet the other day trying to find one. I was like, I need to find something to make this hot toddy. And I did. What did I find? I found a bourbon, I believe is what it was. I have no idea where we got it. So, I mean, I, I should really get into it, though, and figure out which ones I like more than others because they really are different. They are. <laughs> you can get a rye. Yeah. You know, you can, you can get all different kinds. They're just like wine. Exactly. Exactly. Maybe not quite as I interesting. I mean, then I'm <laughs> diluting it with water. And well, but lemon. that helps open it up. Yeah. Uh, the lemon. Yeah. But you're making a hot toddy. Yeah. Toddy. Come super on. delicious. And your secret recipe is that cinnamon. Yeah, I think so. I really think it helps because then it's not just like a lemon water with a right. kick <laughs> yeah that doesn't sound good yeah <laughs> okay well we all have a new recipe for sure <laughs> have you gone on a memorable trip it, whether it was your honeymoon or just uh, a trip that had some purpose to it that you can share yeah. I mean I feel like of course our honeymoon was amazing uh, we went to Costa Rica so that's a memorable trip you know somewhere different um when I was in high school, I think it was like my senior year, maybe we went to Europe with my family. So it was my mom, my dad, my brother, myself. And that was probably one of the most memorable trips because we got to meet family over there that we that I had never met. Um, we got to go kind of all over the place, which was really cool. We got to see the museums and just, I mean, just experiencing that culture and then finding like our family roots there a little bit was really an experience. Okay. Do you have a bucket list item or two you can share? Well, I'm definitely not the type of person to jump out of a plane or any of those <laughs> okay. kind of things. Is there a place that you want to visit that you... Yeah, I mean, classic place, I feel like, that you see on TV and stuff, Bora Bora or one of those places with the beautiful blue waters and you can swim in the ocean and see the bottom right. so clear. Like that would be pretty amazing. Somewhere like that would be nice. The holidays are approaching. Do you have a family tradition or two that you can share with us? Yeah. Well, so Christmas. first of all, first of all, you have such a large family. <laughs> I do. imagine. I know it is really difficult, like to kind of get around to all of them, especially with our family was big in general, but then with all of my cousins having kids, it just grows and grows and grows. Like there's so many of us at this point. Do you have a mega 
holiday dinner? Well, we used to (laughs) always do um, Christmas Day at my aunt's house. And I mean, that was with my mom and her three sisters. And all of them have kids, kids on top of that. And my grandparents, there was a lot of us for that. But now that we've gotten a little bigger, we've had to downsize a little bit just to be able to fit everyone in and be able to see everyone. So for us, what our family likes to do is just do kind of what a lot of people do, like just get together, see each other, open presents, things like that. Um, one of kind of our traditions has always been, um, my mom's always made German pancakes for us in the morning. And that's been, we get it once a year, which I wish you would make them more often once a year. And it was this, it's the most special treat. So that is one of the most amazing parts of Christmas. So what is a German pancake? What I mean, makes it, it extra can't special? share the special recipe. No, I'm only kidding. Just Does because she, she makes it for me. So right? I don't even know everything that's in it. I know it's like egg and flour and you put them in the oven and they rise into kind of these big dough bowl. Wow. So essentially, it's just a lot of carbs, but I'm totally, <laughs> I'm totally here for it. Um, and then we cover it with powdered sugar and lemon and it's amazing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, I'm sure at some point she'll share the full <laughs> recipe with Hopefully. you. So you can continue to offer that tradition yeah, down the road. Exactly. Does your family have some traditions of your own? Yeah. I mean, I feel like we're starting. My boys are just getting old enough to understand Christmas and understand Santa Claus and that whole kind of thing. And so we're just starting to get into like the yearly cutting the Christmas tree down, which my oldest, he's so excited. He ever because we cut him off the ranch where we live and he's so excited he's like okay we have to get our tree this year so that's one thing that probably is a tradition for us being able to go cut our own Christmas tree down and um, since we do live on a ranch though it's kind of fun because people leave out cookies and milk and we're starting to get into well what are we going to leave out so we'll leave out cookies and milk and then we'll leave out like a bale of hay for the this reindeer (laughs) we can do that we have a flake of hay we have the barn so we could throw that out there and leave it just so the reindeer get a snack too, some refueling oh how cute (laughs) it's fun it's adorable yeah sure let's wrap things up with five (laughs) quick questions so you ready i think so (laughs) so what's your favorite flower i would say hibiscus only because i love hawaii and the tropicalness they're super pretty they come in vibrant colors so i'm gonna go with that one okay favorite movie or one of your favorite movies Ooh, that's a good one. I mean, you can always do the classics like The Notebook and things yes. like that. Those are always good ones. Um, growing up, my favorite movie was um, SWAT. I know it's so random, but Colin Farrell, it's just <laughs> such a good one. I know, so random. That's oh, That throws me. <laughs> you know, go from right? The Notebook to SWAT. Well, I'm trying to think of ones that are like, okay, things around the holidays that like are just classic movies that you love, but then... I mean, deep down, that was probably my favorite growing up. Okay. <laughs> You're one of a kind, for sure. Here's a random question. Yeah. If you were a crayon, what color would you be? I think I would be red. Why? That is, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't even know why. That is like my favorite color. Um, we just have so many red accents in our house. My mom, the same way. We just have so much red. I mean, my cousin, we're all of our favorite colors red. It's quite odd. Well, probably red. that's your color. <laughs> um, what time do you get up in the morning? Oh, it depends. Now with the kids, I mean, at least by six, I feel like might not be up and fully moving around and doing stuff, but kind of start to get up then and then wait for them to follow. And what is your favorite sweet treat? Ooh, definitely like sour candies. So um, C's Candy, actually, holiday tip, everyone, C's Candy sells sour gummies 
they're amazing. They do them for certain holidays. They have different kinds. They'll be different shapes. I think the ones around Christmas time are either stars or Christmas trees. They are by far some of the best sour gummies out there. <laughs> they're going to sell out. They now. are. I mean, <laughs> they do for sure. They do. You have to get there early. <laughs> yeah. Everybody better place their order now. Yeah, exactly. Alicia, so much fun. Thank you for your time. Thank you for inviting me here. Of course. And- It's really been enjoyable. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Come back anytime. (laughs) Visit WineCountryWomen.com to join our exclusive list so you can be the first to learn about upcoming offers and events. Grab a glass and join us next week for a new edition of Wine Country Women.